What's up, guys? Wallow J here, and I'm here with my co-host, Chris. Chris, say hello to the peoples. Hello, peoples. Also joining us from Oregon State, our other co-host, Miguelino. And from 10 Planet Perry, he's a bad man. Steven the Dream Aiken. And it's Steven, not Stefan, Chris. Yeah, Chris, pronounce it right. That's why he has his glasses on, so he can actually Get it fucking right. It's It's, Steven. It's Stefan. You don't disrespect the man like that. It's because you're all on FaceTime. That's what you're doing. That's it. right. Steven, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. Thank y'all for having me on, man. I'm really excited. Joining us shortly will be uh, the judge, jury, and executioner, uh, Egghead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's killing it with the fantasy stuff, man. I love it. It's so it's making it so much fun, to be honest with you. Uh, it, it's keeping it pretty exciting. Bro, I don't know if you watched last uh, last season, but we were just as bad last season. Yeah, yeah. that's what got me into it a lot was I was in uh, – we finished up our class here at uh, Perry right around like 7.30, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. So right about the time the PGF was coming on, I was finishing class, so I would turn it on as I was cleaning up or whatever, and then I'd be getting in the chat. and I'd see everything. You, know, you guys were getting in there. It was exciting. So that was why I wanted to get involved in it because I just saw how hyped it was becoming, and I, I just thought it would be really, really fun. And by the way, congrats, man, on the lo- on the on the weight loss. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, was it like fifty five pounds or something like that? Uh, so yeah, I guess altogether it was roughly, you know, from I got I was like two eighty or something like that, two eighty five, and I got down to, to uh, the two twenty five for the uh, for the PGF season. Nice. What was that diet like? Uh. Man, honestly, we were eating just a lot of, like, whole food. We got a nutritionist, and my wife was doing a lot of cooking for us. And, and so we had a meal plan and a grocery list. And so I did it, like, the the way you're supposed to do it, where you would lose a little bit of weight for, you know, over the course of about five or six months rather than trying to cut weight. Uh, the, the weight – I didn't cut weight for it. I did lose weight to get there the night that we weighed in. I think I sweated out about three pounds, but I was drinking water and I had all my meals that day on the way in. So I don't really count that as like a weight cut. It just kind of. Did y'all have to weigh in just once, like before the whole thing started? And then after that, it just you're off the rails. You can eat whatever the hell you want for the rest of the week. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's how it turned out to be is this the one way in and then you could just. So we could potentially see some 250 years by, you know, block 12, (laughs) block 13. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody really cut that much, but I think a couple guys probably did end up by the end of it putting on 10 or 15 pounds (laughs) from the week. That Uh, Chili's will do it to you. (laughs) Joining us also, Egghead. Egghead, say hello to our Chula's Joe Aiken. Listen, before we get into the whole PGF stuff, I wanted to get with you and talk a little bit about, you know, how did you become this bad man that paints pretty pictures? <laughs> uh, well, dude, you know, I'm from a small town originally in Georgia. In 2008 or so, I decided to just basically up and leave home and uh, move to California, got rid of the stuff besides the like three bags I had of stuff I took with me. And uh, started out for like an MMA career. Uh, All right. Went like full on MMA training, uh, basically living in the gym. I opened and closed the gym that I was training at basically every night. 
just cleaning the mats, mopping the mats and stuff like that. Just doing, you know, the hustle, trying to make it, uh, from there, you know, I fought a couple of times out there. I fought Dan Severn in, uh, in Nevada in one of my first like three or four fights, uh, just cause I thought it would be cool. Uh, they offered me 1500 bucks to fight Dan Severn. I was like, Oh shit. Dan Severn from the WWF. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and like Also UFC hall of famer. I was like, Oh yeah, that too. That was cool. The UFC. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I did that. Um, money ran out out there. So I moved back to Georgia and, uh, moved in with my, she was my girlfriend, but my now wife in college fought, you know, down there several times. Uh, moved again, fought, and then ended up in San Diego uh, because of my wife's job. She uh, got a promotion that moved us out there. And somehow just uh, someone invited me to some MMA sparring at 10th Planet San Diego. And uh, I just met the guys there that day and sort of just stayed. I didn't really want to go anywhere else, so I stopped training at other places. I quit wearing the gi. Uh, I started doing all my MMA training and jujitsu training there. And I uh, just went like full on under boogie uh, and was out there for, I don't know, four or five years, I guess, training full time, pretty much uh, doing some MMA and then just jujitsu. And I was on staff teaching uh, MMA and jujitsu out there for, I don't know, probably about a year or so where, where I was on staff teaching uh, out there. So like all that stuff kind of combined to make it uh, where I can be who I am now. Right on. <clears throat> What, what led you back to, you know, Perry? Uh, my, my wife's job. Uh, they offered her another uh, position back over here. And Perry is close to Macon, which is the yeah. last city that we were in uh, prior to leaving. And we have two kids now, a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And the school systems in Macon are not the best. So we decided we did that. You know, we did the adult thing. Where's the school? Right, right. Let's find the house with the schools. And so we moved to Perry where they have a really high rated school system for elementary and our son's in one of the best like elementary schools. And so, so we bought a house close to that. Uh, so that's really why, that's really why we ended up back in Perry or in Perry for the first time. I never really had, I don't have any ties to Perry now or I didn't until now. Okay. Uh, it was always just where the state fair was held. Uh, that's all really- <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got a big convention center there in Perry, so that's where they hold like uh, the big farm expos, the hunting expos, because uh, I've I've been to both of those and uh, a couple other big expos they have there in Perry, Georgia. Yeah, it's so, right off seventy five. So mm-hmm. zoom. Yeah, me. that's why I recognize it. Just driving to Atlanta, I'm like, oh, that's Perry. Yeah, it's we passed it when we went up to Atlanta, Walla. It was right on the right yeah, on the it. right. The only reason why you yeah. might, you know, I fucking missed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also. <laughs> now that the guy over there with the beard and, yeah, man, uh, and the glasses today. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, bro. he's from he's from Georgia, so Puerto Rican from Georgia, right? I'm such a weirdo, I'm out of place. I mean, <laughs> how do you get one of those? Uh, just shoot me your address. What size are you? I can send you one. Wh- which one, me or, or or the other one, the ugly one? No, he was asking how he was asking how you get a Puerto Rican in, oh, in Puerto Georgia. Rican, Georgia. Oh, I don't know. They're all yeah. Like, yeah, man, just show up, you know. Yeah. We're like we're like pollen. We just pop yeah. up out of nowhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin, one of my cousins is actually married to a Puerto Rican lady, and they have children and stuff. So yeah, it's actually not uncommon or not. Yeah, it's very common here. Well, you know, I'm Puerto Rican too, but I'm from Florida. Yes, so 
that's yeah. that's more common. It's more natural, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like Orlando is like little Puerto Rico anyway. So, <laughs> well, it's the capital now. <laughs> Satellite <laughs> island in, in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, Kissimmee is is literally the capital of Puerto Rico now. Is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee? Uh, well, Kissimmee. Man, Kissimmee. you you fuck up names left and right. Well, he has glasses south. on today, though, man. It's the I south, know. brother. The we south. say shit how we want. It's the Callahan and the man. You know? yeah. <laughs> can't take him out of Callahan, but can take the can't Callahan take out of him. Nope, darn, not at all. darn right, brother. Hey, hey, you you have any questions for for uh, Stephen before we get into the whole PGF stuff as far as uh, his career or anything like that? No, I mean, uh, I watch hey, a lot he of already knows his career. He he uh, he knows uh, when he was born, where he was born at, probably his high school GPA. I mean, uh, I, I I know what uh, what adjective uh, or adverb not to use when uh, describing any of his matches. Yeah. Uh, Lethargic is not one of them. Yeah. Okay. So don't do it again, brother. Yeah. But but I was right in my uh, in my analysis. Like losing the fifty five pounds, you you were, came out super athletic and, and you know all kinds of uh, energy. So you know it made sense. So yeah, and so that's the thing is like I when I initially started, I didn't say this I guess, but when I initially started training and left home, I was about three hundred and eighty pounds then. Oh shit! And then during my MMA career, I got down and I was walking to I was walking around about two ten, but I I, blew, I broke my foot and then blew out my knee in the same leg a few years ago. Yeah. I had my son right after that, so then I got fat and stuff, and it took a, it took a while to kind of get motivated. To get back, I've lost down to about 240 a few times, like for ADCC trials and a few like on an invitational and uh, ultimate map. You know, when I was in shape for stuff, I was down to about 235 usually anyway. Uh, And so it it was funny. Brandon asked me, he was like, what do you think the best weight you compete at was? And I was like, honestly, I, I think I felt the best at about 220 to 225. And he was like, okay, we're going to do the PGF at 225. Like, it wasn't immediately like that, but that's just kind of like how it came to me. And I was like, okay, well, it's just a sign that it's time to get get your shit together and start uh, leading from the front again. Right on. Is, uh, the MMA, so. is the MMA career done or are you still, you know, dabbling? Long done. Okay. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. How old are you now? I'm, I'll be 38 in, uh, next week. Oh man, you're young, bro. You still got mm-hmm. like another ten years in MMA. I mean, look at these cats. Getting the medical enhancement that I need with those guys, right? So it's okay. Uh, I got, I got, I had nights with pro fights. I was twelve and six uh, with a no contest. In uh, a lot of those fights, man, I had concussions and stuff. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh, there was, you know, I had my orbital bone broken one time. Uh, so just, I was tired of that shit. Uh, and Richie just basically convinced me that I could do jujitsu full time and make a living with that and not have to get my face hit and head kicked and stuff like that every day. And, uh, so, so that's, that's what I did. Oh, talking about those freaks though, uh, quick question. I mean, obviously they're really renowned for the great leg locks. And so I, I'm sure you have great leg lock defense. We saw that against Zach Edwards. Uh, but is that in your game as well? Uh, leg locks in general or leg lock defense? Uh, in general, like attacking. I mean, it seems like you're you're more the pressure pass bully. But we saw the bully pass. Yeah, you know, obviously, definitely more from that MMA kind of background. I still carry a lot of that. Um, 
more, I guess, cautionary style of grappling with me where you want to be more positionally dominant than you want to give up opportunities. Uh, I definitely will pass before I attack your legs. Uh, it's not that I'm not good at it, but I would much rather steal your soul from up above than just attack your feet. So you prefer to use your pressure and, and just wear on people? I prefer to outwork. I used to, when I was much younger, I prefer to just outwork people and uh, out hustle everyone. Uh, and so that's why the lethargic thing cut me so deep. I was like, damn, I'm really falling that far to where I'm, I'm the guy that's the, the slow guy. Wow. Uh, so that's me now. Yeah. I mean, it has to be eventually. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, no, I don't have the best leg locks in the world as far as attacking, but I will get in there and mix it up. If anybody wants to come, you know, grab them, I guess I that's, that's how I would put it. Cool. He's more of that big, big guy jujitsu. Let, let's yeah. smash you, cook you, just make you, you know, make you hate life on the bottom. Like I like, and this, and so I like to be artistic and stuff. And this is kind of the thing I was trying to say with that intro in the PGF. Like I know that I can like smash people and I know I can get on top and crush. And especially if I can get on top, I can punch and finish from dominant positions. Uh, I've done a lot of that. What I wanted to be able to do in the PGF was actually be able to show some of the other stuff that I'm good at besides just the same old stuff. Uh, and so that's what I was really looking to be able to do. And that's what I'm trying to get to do here. And I didn't get the best uh, lineup for day one to kind of, to exercise those demons a little bit. I had to go right into having to smash Zach Edwards or lose my leg and then right into Sam and then right into the Ironman Kevin uh, primo so I was it, it just it was just they forced me into that guy right away and so I had to go back to that place and uh, I honestly didn't want to have to be on top and head and arm Kevin or just keep like smashing Zach from the top I wanted to somehow get past his guard and start making like moves I wanted to get into like twister side control and hit the truck or something on those guys and start working you know some of the stuff that I like to do when I'm training, some of the stuff that I do, you know, for fun, more than just trying to win, I guess, if that makes sense. It does. Oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a little heavy myself, so I like to just lay on people when I can. I mean, if they're obviously if they're better than me. They're not going to let me do that. But if we're pretty even, then I'm going to no, lay on no. you and just just – Put all my two thirty on you and yep yeah do, do the big belly plata right that's the number one sub <laughs> yeah it's like a giant water bag on you sucks so like I, I I kind of I guess as an artist I take I take that offensively as a big guy uh, I don't want to just be known for putting my belly I can and will do that yeah. but I want to also be known for my movement. I want to also be known for my technique. I also want to be known for my strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't want to just be known as the brute guy that can boom people around. And, oh, no, uh, you, you were moving great last week. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what gets people too, right? Like, you know, as a big guy. They don't, I'm, they don't expect it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm training with a guy now. I have like 50 pounds on the guy. So already, right? But he's a super strong guy, but he'll compliment me because – he'll expect me to kind of like buck with him, right? And I'm just like, dude, if I do that once, I'm gassed for four more minutes where I have to just not die against you. So I have to throw in that tech, you know? Because if not, man, I'm just going to spend the whole time crying, wishing I was home. So yeah, you can either just like goon out on this little guy 
and prove to him that you're bigger and stronger than he is, or you could try to move with him and mm-hmm. out technique him and beat him to where he wants to go. And that's what I try to do with people to prove to them that I'm actually better. Or if I can't, then that's how I know that they're actually up to speed. Uh, I don't need like, you know, if you're 150 pounds or 140 pounds, it doesn't really do me any good to smash you. That doesn't exactly thing to me. Uh, it just kind of, frustrates your partner and starts to make a bad training environment most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then quick question too, Steven. Um, so would you say too, like your training style, I guess comes from being under the San Diego banner. Cause that's kind of like the game they play there, right? A lot of it does. Now, uh, it, it took a while to, to start making that transition cause I was already a brown belt by the time I got out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I had, and I had my own style and I really liked a lot of, uh, so I, immediately added lockdown first because I was yep. already a half guard player and it already fit my game. Uh, and then what I wanted next was like rubber guard. I wanted to be able to play some rubber guard stuff just because again, being a heavyweight, I wanted to be what people can't do. I wanted to show people that this is what you can do. And so that's actually one of the things that Richie gives credit for me getting my black belt is that I was able to start being proficient in rubber guard and explaining it and demonstrating it that way. When he goes places now, and big guys tell him what they can't do, he can just show them a picture of his black belt, heavyweight that's doing rubber guard, you know, it's stuff like that. So that those are the things that I really, you know, wanted to do. And, and want that, so it is my style now, and that's what I wanted to show in the PGF and stuff because I never got to really compete a lot mm-hmm. after I kind of was a black belt. Like I, I competed a lot at brown belt, but I didn't really compete a lot after I got my black belt because I was teaching and, a bunch of other things like that yeah because he is a big guy i was you know when we got into 10th planet years ago the system and i started looking at some of the warm-ups and the videos i was going holy shit i am never going to be able to do this this is i am so far behind this is not big guy jujitsu and then uh one of the first uh seminars we had was a bollinger no 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 remember bollinger, yeah, bollinger came out and you know he's sitting there with his with his knee fucking tucked up underneath his chin and hugging his shin against his you know and i'm going well shit that my idea is out the window i guess big guys can do this <laughs> but if you recall also i don't know if you were at the boogie seminar yeah, yeah, no. he, called- he said he said that he was all about the angle Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't really so much about the flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. And we learned that at the Bollinger one about, you know, s- switching your angle to help with the rubber and things like that. I didn't, I wasn't at Boogies. Oh, okay. I can't remember where I was. I think I was probably in Orlando or something. It you was St. Patty's Day. I remember that. You missed out. If you yeah. Want. No, I did. I did. Like, and, and, and it's no lie. I'm not trying to blow him up because he's my coach or whatever, but obviously I got good at this because of the way that he taught it to me and the way that he helped me understand it and the way that he forced me to believe that I could do it. Uh, you know, cause I, I argued, we argued about it. I was just like, dude, I just can't do this. I really can't. And he was just like, just shut up and do it. <laughs> it was more like, orale, wait, shut up and do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that guy. That guy's awesome, man. Oh, no, he's the best, dude. He really is. Um, so, yeah, so just gradually it started. It went from I couldn't to I was really struggling to, oh, wait a second. Oh, shit. And then now it's like I can – flying kung fu on the right people in the right situations and go into rubber guard, go go clinch, stuff like that. Uh, it's, nice. It's yeah, I, mean, 
I, I love that game, right? Like just hearing that makes me want to just get out there and go after it again. Like I kind of picked up a year ago pre-shutdown when I was doing MMA, getting punched in the face. I was like, man, this clinch ain't that bad if I'm not getting hit. So, <laughs> so, it's, oh. so that's another thing. Like it, it really does work well if you are going to play an MMA game. If you have an understanding of rubber guard, you control their posture in such a way that people will run away. Like people like even, and this is a, this is a funny side story, I guess too. Uh, It came up in my memories on Facebook. I had a fight in 2010 or 11 uh, in Valdosta and the guy had swept me off somehow. And, uh, I just like saw my leg up around his head and threw up the worst version of like rubber guard ever. And uh, he just panicked and like pulled out and got off of me so I could just stand back up and start fighting again. Uh, and so like, you see so many examples of that kind of stuff in MMA. Mm-hmm. People will just act like you're on fire and run yep. away from it as soon as you start throwing up rubber guard. So having that in your game will immediately allow you to have a better stand up as far as wrestling stand up um, mm-hmm. that game. Oh, no, 100%. Like, I- the first time, first couple of times, somebody would I would feel that leg come across my shoulder blades, and knew what was coming. Yeah, it's, Dude, it's but I didn't worst. know how to defend it. It's a hundred percent. Get the fuck away! I gotta get out of here. Go go go! Yeah. It's brutal. Like I had the chance to um, Boogie did Ultimate Mat Warriors a year ago. One of my buddies competed, so I went out there, had a chance to roll with him, and I felt horrible because you know he said, "Hey man, come roll." I'm like, "Oh yeah," you know, it's one of my dreams to roll with him, and. I spent most of the round at first just trying to back out. And I was like, you know what? I'm here for this experience. So I just threw myself in Boogie's garden, got tore up like a pretzel. It was great. Bro, why would you do that? That's that's where he does his best work from. Right? I'm just like, I got to feel it, man. It's it's something else. It was the same thing I did because I it was like I wanted, I wanted to pass his guard. Mm-hmm. I want to pass Boogie's guard. I want to go in there. I want to put my hands on him, and I want to get out of there right through the middle of it uh, as many times as I can. And I was very low percentage in that over the years, but <laughs> as it just we, makes you better, you know, <laughs> like I said, now you see how I can pass other people's guards. Mm-hmm. If they don't have that high level of guard retention and guard play, if I'm on it's it's almost impossible for people to triangle me or to darse me or to throw up a good yep. game on me, unless they're elite, you know? So, there's things that I'm susceptible, susceptible to, but there's definitely some things that I've really had to refine because I didn't want to die every night in class. Man, I, I feel you about passing your coach's guard. Um, my coach, who's been my coach since like 2010 off and on, uh, I still do open mat. I really don't train too much anymore. So, but in the- He's 12- a true purple belt. Open mat, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So in 10 years, I've only passed his guard once. And, and I think like, Dean was sick. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it was like a month ago. And I was like, I, I was in so much shock that he just swept me right away. I was like, <laughs> I passed. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Come back. He just but, set you up for the sweep. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, everybody else on the side of the mats was like, mm, that's a trap. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Yes, Chris. Yeah. Right on. Now let's uh, let's shift a little to uh, towards the PGF. I know Egghead is being wanting to discuss this part. Egghead, the floor is yours. Go ahead. A two, Aiken. It's only four days since the Ides of March, so that's appropriate. <laughs> so, 
man, come on. Everyone else picked Sam. I knew he could take him to the draw. I made the right choice, quote unquote, the, the one that should have happened, if not for collusion. And now I'm behind everyone. You, you gave it to McWhorter. He's ahead of me again, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about it, to be honest. That And so this, and, and honestly, this came up in the interview with Brandon and with Keelan after after the fact that night. Uh, I hadn't thought about the fantasy or any of that stuff when we were making the agreement with Sam and talking about it and when it even went down. None of that came into my mind until we were in the interview and Brandon brought up the fantasy and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it's gonna, it would really, and then now it could like, I, I was afraid that we could have ruined the game, like literally with that. So I felt, I felt really, really bad. So I was like, hey, can we turn the cameras off really quick? And like, <laughs> could have like a confessional with Brandon and Keelan about what we did? Cause I didn't know if they knew or not. And I wanted to let them know ahead of time so they wouldn't be blindsided, uh, you know, later on and stuff like that. So it was really like, it was crazy. I can't, I don't even know why I did it except for the fact that we were in a game. It's, it's one of those weird things I think like in a reality show where you see things on a TV and people do stuff and you're like, why would that guy do that? It's just, you're in a situation and you just choose to do it because it's an option, I think. And it's like, well, wait, that one wrong, I guess. Uh, live and learn, you know, but now it's out there. For you guys, this has been so many weeks of content. This is one day for us. Yeah. Yeah. We've been there for 24 hours at this point. So you guys got to give me that kind of credit too, that, that I'm trying to figure out, even get my bearings about myself in that, that room uh, with everybody. Uh, so it was, it was interesting. There was a lot of different things I was trying to figure out uh, on night one because I had Zach, who's actually a friend of mine, but he was on the red team. And then I had Sam, who's a friend of mine, but on the blue team. And then Primo, who's on the blue team. Uh, it was a really, t- you know what I mean? It's a really tough dude. And I needed the points. I knew I needed points somehow. And then when I didn't get points on Zach, I was, I was frustrated a little bit because I worked really hard. Like I was happy that I did good and didn't get submitted, but I was a little bit pissed off that I didn't get anything for all that work. Like, oh, I did good. I did great. I passed his guard 32 times, but it got me nothing. What you know? was this a strategy that you guys as a team discussed? It came up. That's what I was saying in, in some of the stuff. Is like it came up before, and I didn't really understand exactly what maybe we had agreed to. And so then I talked to Sam again, and, and then he kind of reiterated that if it's coming down to the last minute or so, and one of us, and neither one of us are going to get the kill uh, or the break, then whoever is leading the match and has been winning the match, the other person will give it up. I'll give it up to you. And then if it's the opposite way, you give it up to me. And I was, you know, I was like, all right, okay, deal. Uh, and so that's that's just kind of how it went down. I don't, I, so that, that's what I was saying too, is like, I don't know how many other people actually heard that conversation that was around when we were in the group, the team group conversation. And I didn't think about any of that until after the fact, because they asked me, they're like, well, what are you going to do if somebody else doesn't play the game? And I was like, oh, what will I do? <laughs> <laughs> what can you do exactly am i you know I'm, i just played myself maybe and there's nothing i can do about it you know and, and 
that was it. If Sam wasn't such a nice guy, I would think that maybe he set me up. This guy's a nice guy. We get an easy match out of it, one way or the other. Save some energy, you know. Uh, but no, nah, I doubt he did that on purpose. But yeah, it was just a lot of crazy stuff in that situation, and I and I really hate that it kind of in that moment it didn't feel it felt like it was going to be more funny and fun than serious when we were kind of doing it. But then after the fact, I really like it kind of the reality of it kind of set in, and I was like, man, maybe that wasn't the right play to make uh, as a overall competitor and martial artist and stuff like that, you know. But for the bros, it was hilarious. We had fun. Well, I mean, I think this is, I mean, this is, I don't want to say this is an issue, but this is something you're going to have whenever you have red team, blue team, you know, because very rarely is jujitsu a team thing. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's not you and your opponent, always you and your opponent. So, you know, I'm sure this is, this is a different dynamic that, all of you guys have tried to kind of, you know, have to wrap your head around in the during that week of, you know, yeah, we want to, I want to win, I want to beat you, but there's also the team component as well. It was, it was definitely like we knew that he, he told us coming in that they were going to be some kind of team stuff, but we didn't know how deep it was going to go. And then even until the second or third block, I think we didn't even know that we were getting a point per block for each team. You know, yeah, we, we didn't find out until uh, block one on the broadcast. Yeah, uh, somebody asked the question in chat, and uh, the commissioner was like, "Yeah, uh, team points count towards fantasy." And I immediately, I saw Egghead in the chat, just like throw his fucking hands up, and be like, ah! <laughs> "Yeah." And so, and then there was times we were sitting there trying to figure that up, and like, is there a way statistically where if blue versus blue, you know, can they all put us out of the money by? working together somehow maybe so that that was all conversations that we were trying to figure out is there a way that we could all get like what do the numbers just add up there's 15 of matches so i guess statistically it's fair but on certain days the blocks were all blue on blue and then like the only match was like a red and a blue and so if the red guy beat the blue guy and then the blues all drew each other out then the red won that block yeah so it's just there's so many weird like things that you're starting to think about once it settled in after the first night and everything. Uh, it really, it really got kind of heady trying to keep up with the points. Uh, yeah, because block starts- four's got two, two uh, three blue on blues, and then two, or and then three red on reds. Yeah. So how, and so we were like, well, what does this mean? Why, how how are we going to get team points if we're all fighting each other? Yeah. And get a point? So it all it all falls between the Hunter Zach match on on four and the Grayson Mike match in four yeah. so, to really differentiate who's going to get the team points for that block, and I think the same thing happens in in five. You've got uh, blue 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 yeah, yeah four. You've got four team. blue blues. Actually, block five is a complete push. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think that, but but it's not if I break Sam and then Elijah chokes Jake or whatever. You know what I mean? Then that doesn't make it. A, it's not even anymore. Now they got that. Or if yeah. I am that six instead of two zeros, then we would have got that one point as a team if they didn't get those six. Mm-hmm. So I think so- that was I think that was one of Egghead's points. It was like even with the collusion, they didn't get the point. Right. Yeah. So we it didn't even work at all anyway. Not for me. It worked for them. So 
and everybody with Egghead. So me and you, Egghead, <laughs> together, bro. I swear, bro. Sorry. It's all right. He's he's really good at this shit, so he needs a little bit of a handicap. Yeah, he's got the info, man. He's pretty he's pretty spot on with a lot of this stuff. It's not that he's got the info; it's that he will dig for that info. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, we he froze. I know, but I love the face. I know, right? right? He looks like just got, <laughs> looks like a wreck is getting ready to happen. He's just watching <laughs> death coming. Just no, right now. You know what really happened? He put on airplane mode. And he's yelling at his phone. Yeah. The corner's not number one. You know, that's right <laughs> but oh, see, because you know, like we even thought about it. Uh, we were discussing it for um, just a bit earlier it was like um when elijah um and what um jake jake the head. I, yeah the head you know elijah threw his legs up over his shoulder and you just saw you just saw him smile you know was it a <laughs> smile of i'm gonna give you this or was it a smile of shit i just got caught yeah to me i read that was that a, i got caught in the moment it was like a damn it not yeah right yeah, yeah, like that's what that's move. what i figured it was because as soon as you saw the leg go up, you just saw him be like, man, fuck. Egghead, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, did you think that there was some collusion there, too? Or did you think that the Jake Elkins Elijah was legit? Uh, you know, if you were going to pick a match where you might have seen a little collusion, that face just kind of made you wonder. Like, was it a, okay, I'll give it to you? Or was it was a, hey, Elijah got another Elkins with this damn triangle? <laughs> I think it was that. Yeah, man. Probably, that's probably like, just, like, you know, small the triangle. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, face, I think, just, yeah, I think we can fix the, the the team on team thing if you just you know switch. I mean, there's plenty of blocks that are the same day. You know, just just switch out some blue versus blue, and you know just figure it out, and, and only allow red versus blue matches to count towards towards the team points. And that's I just like the most straightforward answer. Go ahead, Stephen. I don't think that that Brandon. I don't think that they considered that would happen. I don't think they even thought that people would do this. Right? They didn't think about the chicanery to compete. Yeah, you know. I think, I think that they were actually a little surprised at how how that happened. Whether they liked it or didn't like it, I'm, not, I'm still not sure. They never like commented to me directly about it uh, on how they felt per se. Uh, but I I personally don't think that Jake gave up anything to Elijah because we were watching the match on the side and I was talking to Brandon during the match and uh, Jake was doing a good job passing, but uh, it, the video, it obviously it's funny now because you could just say the triangle video that Elijah posted, mm-hmm. uh, this, we were all talking about Jake putting his arm on the inside versus the outside during the match and he was doing a really, really good job of not. And then as soon as he did, the triangle came up. So, <laughs> So it wasn't. So that's what makes me think for sure that it wasn't uh, a setup, unless they really like worked it. Yeah, they. They. I mean, I don't think Jake's that good of an actor. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. <laughs> Bro, you keep saying shit about Jake. Jake is gonna kick your Look, ass. I'm gonna dude. get my ass kicked by the man, anyways, when I see him at finals. So I'm just gonna go ahead and ride the horse off the cliff. <laughs> I've said enough about his head, how large it is, how it takes up the screen. Hey, he's not like stopping. Is the worst part. He just wants I know he Jake just to keeps going. No, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride it off. The, he is, off he's the like fucking I want Jake. The expressions expressed here by Chris Sharon right? are not reflect the ones Chris by me. Only. Yeah, it yeah, only yeah. reflects for Chris. Yeah, it's he's gonna head or gut or me. Biggie. Like when I see it, it's just gonna be, hey, how's it going? Head or gut? We're about to see gut. the sickest double leg east of the Mississippi that day. That's oh, fine. I can't wait. I can break so much fun. 
Can you? You haven't I, even trained in how long? I will. <laughs> Sorry. Bro, you, you've been a white belt for seven years. Come on. Eight you, years. Get it right. Maybe well, nine. So, Steven, uh, uh, BMAC did come on the show a few weeks back, and he did mention the, the as well as the, the chicanery uh, and uh, I forget, the underhandedness. Chicanery and underhandedness, I think, was the... He warned us. Yeah, he, he warned us, but I mean, I mean you can't, couldn't exactly tell us which match. I mean, how, how, do, you, how do you figure that one out? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. Is, is there uh, without well, how about this? Do you, is there more sh- chicanery out there? <laughs> now, why are you gonna ask him a question like that when you know he can't say nothing? Not for me. He can't tell me who. He can't tell me. I just want to know if I then start like trying to figure that crap out in the analysis as well. Just, that, just, uh, just think of tread who, carefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... Just think of who leads ideas. And then, and then maybe that'll be all I could say. Yeah. Uh, for us. Uh, now, I mean, don't, I can, don't give him I anything. See. He's he's number three. Yeah. You know, we're we're thirty two right now. He's yeah. number 32. three. Wow. So, yeah. so I mean, so, I can see it. Like, if you start seeing matches where like Randy Roden versus Sam Barboza, and you know, because Randy's at the bottom of blue and Sam's at the top, and you see Randy just kind of, you know, slap tap. And just kind of fall into the guard. Yeah, and, you know, I got choked. Yeah. You're like, I yeah. didn't touch you yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely none of that for sure. Uh, there's no, like, outright laydowns at any point uh, where somebody gives up a match, on like, fully on purpose uh, for sure. I don't know if anyone else has any other. Like, that's what I said. Like, I don't know for sure that anyone else had deals like that. But maybe some of the people that did, did. And I didn't know what they were doing because I don't know what everybody was doing. Some of these interviews, they're cut back to words. They're kind of funny to me because I don't know what they were saying. None of us were sitting there when the other people were doing their post-fight stuff. Uh, so we, so all that's new information to us as it's coming out, too. Who, who was the guy that you thought that, you know, was not going to do good and, and all of a sudden surprised you? So I guess uh, before we got in there, I don't uh, Randy, before we got there, Randy's. The Everybody man. loves Randy. Randy's the man. Uh, he's just kind of soft-spoken, quiet guy. You know, nice. There's nothing like he, he didn't really like do a lot except for a great amount of grappling, uh, and made it very hard on anyone that got in front of him. Everybody had a hard time with Randy. Uh, I can say that for sure. Nobody, nobody just walked out there and pushed Randy down and took it over. I don't think anybody can. I mean, look at those legs, bro. They they look like tree trunks. Oh my god! When he came out and took his pants off, we were all just like, <laughs> "Wait a minute!" He took his pants off. You saw oh, what he man. was doing. He was in those Valley Tudos for a reason. Oh, okay, okay. Right? <laughs> he he wore big like baggy pants and stuff until he started to walk out, and then he took off his pants. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> You're hiding those. Why? <laughs> Well, the cool thing is that the guys with big legs usually have trouble throwing up a triangle. So, right. Just saying. He probably is not going to catch in one of those. I guess, right? But I didn't think he was going to be playing off his back anyway. That wasn't the the work with Randy. (laughs) Now, last season, there were a few guys that, you know, they came in and they had the goal of just making the playoffs. What is your goal coming in? Is it just to make the playoffs or are you coming in to kill and completely try to win this thing? I, honestly, I did. Honestly, I came in. I wasn't sure if I would be able to do it, to be honest. 
uh, I knew that there were a handful of guys that were in there that could give me a tough time and possibly even tap me out. But my intention was to tap out everyone that was in there. And I did believe that I could do that on the way in, for sure. And then once I got there, I actually got more confident. Uh, nice. If we ran it back immediately after, I think I would have won the whole thing even better. So, Who, who do you think uh, would be, well, without releasing any information, who did you think coming in was going to be your toughest opponent? Okay, so stylistically, there's a couple different answers for that. One, Zach Edwards, because of his leg lock attacks and how like fast and, and like dangerous they can be. Uh, and then two, Jake, because of how heavy and how like grinding and grueling that match could possibly be, and that he could probably put me in some positions that would really like take it out of me, maybe, or if I had to fight him hard enough, like it would take it out of my whole body. Uh, so those are the two guys that I probably had marked off as most dangerous for two different reasons. Right on. Hey, head. Hey. Any questions? Well, I got a question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Stephen. Uh, if to to I ask you to rate the leg lockers uh, amongst Edwards, Carlton, and Colvin. One to three, you know, which one's the most, you know, the deadliest, you know, and why? Mm, that's a hard one. I think probably Hunter overall because he's got a complete style. Uh, he's not he's not zoning in on any one thing. Uh, I think Zach may have the best pure leg lock game, but sometimes he relies on that too much. Uh, as like we saw in, in our match, maybe he should have switched to something else that could have gotten him out of trouble rather than keep trying to invert, invert, invert. So I think I think because of Hunter's overall game, he has more access to those plays than Zach does. But I think Zach is more dangerous with the leg logs than Hunter, if that makes any sense. No, it does. Where's, where's Elijah in that uh, equation, though? He's in the middle, man. He's solid. He's good. He's dangerous with his leg locks. But I, I just I, – I guess through the PGF, you don't see him go for those enough. Right? No, because he wants those six points. Yeah. yeah. He's, trying to, he, he's, he's trying to – you know, right now he's sitting at three uh, – at third in points. Yeah, so you yeah. know that he's going to be trying to catch up trying to get those chokes so he could get, you know, the the win as far as the points go at the end of the season. Triangle Jake. And I was just I was like, oh crap. This dude's in here now. Like, you know, he's triangling guys like Jake Edwards. That's, that's a big deal to me. Uh and so he he was they, those guys are skipping up leg locks in the other seasons to get choked. And so you don't I don't know, I don't I haven't seen that much of his game in that way. And I've seen Hunter in other situations, and I've seen Zach in a lot of other situations. But most of my experience with Elijah has been through the PGF. Uh, so I don't think we've seen his best leg lock game. Well, no, because, I mean, last season, you know, through the through the season, I think he got, what, two two wins by leg lock? Egghead? I think he was I think he was one. Uh, Manscaped, I believe. Uh, okay, so he got, he, got one, he got one leg lock win during the season. Everything else was just immediate chokes. But yeah. then in the finals – Every single match, immediate leg lock. Yeah. So, yeah. Shit. I don't know. Yeah. I guess, I guess he's sneaky. Being in front of it at the PGF again, uh, being that's that's where I was up close around him again. We were doing the choke game. We weren't really doing the leg lock game. So I guess I guess that's what's influencing my my decision at this point too. Yeah, because yeah. you're 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 almost playing 
you're almost playing jujitsu two different ways. You're playing it through a season. It's kind of a season mindset with the points. So you're wanting to try to get points. Right. But then once it gets to semifinal finals, you're just wanting a win. You don't care. It's not about points. It ain't about shit. It's about it's I want to win. Opponent. Hey, at block 15, you really would have liked that break in block one. You know, you'd have been very happy to get those three points way back in block one in on block 15. A lot of yeah. guys were, were looking for some breaks that they missed maybe on the last day. Uh, well, you know, uh, to me, if you can get a win, no matter how you can get it, even even was, in the in, in the regular season, just take it. Look at uh, uh, Roberts last season. Yeah, it was just break, you know break after break the, after the, break. The, the elbow genie, and he made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and he beat the Scarecrow in the first match. I think he lost uh, to Caleb in the second match in the finals, but still, yeah. he made it. So it I mean, if you're not if you're not worried about trying to get the money on top of, for for the for the season for the top, yeah yeah then then you know if you can get a break just get it yeah not, not- that was my strategy going in was i was just going to take the easiest thing that was presented to me every time uh and then honestly once you got in there it changed because other people were playing the, the game they were trying to get the chokes and you saw this guy got seven and it's like oh my god now they're they've already got seven now I have to go get seven on someone, and so that's what's that's what's going to be interesting about tonight's show is that uh, it's day two, and I make up my mind I'm going for some sevens on Judo Justin and Grayson, and uh, 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 maybe it doesn't go exactly like I planned, but uh, I don't give out too much. It's going to be, <laughs> be exciting. I would, I would just leave it at that. It's going to be at least exciting to watch it. Uh, for sure, and I want to give a shout out to Grayson. Now that you mentioned it, for throwing a monkey wrench in last week's uh, fantasy too, yep. because he was not expected to be Joshua, and he beat Joshua. Yep. I, I realize how big and strong he is. Hey, Head, what did you think about that uh, about that match? It, it's, it blew my mind. I mean, come on, you, you got you know a fairly new purple belt, and a blue belt just like pulls in his guard and does a Kimura. And Gibbs later on said he was surprised. He was like, "Who does that?" Well, yeah. you know, Grayson Grayson Wilson did that. But I mean, if you if you've seen him, any of his stuff, Instagram, etc., you know, dude's jacked. You know, yeah. he, he did a recent black belt uh, demonstration thing. I think it was with his father. And good yeah. grief! I mean, we saw him move in the the, the preseason combine. He has some great stats. I mean, he's an athlete. And so yeah. a funny thing about that was too. Uh, after night one, Grayson had more points than I did. Oh, and so that was an interesting. Like he's blue team, and I was like, "Oh no, blue belt, you cannot be." <laughs> was there a little bit of jealousy in there, bro? I was <laughs> big time. I was, I was, that's what I'm saying. Once I left that night and saw the points other people had, like Jake had choked two people uh, and had like 14 points and stuff, and I was like, "No, this is not where I'm supposed to be." <laughs> And I understood that I had hard matches, but that didn't that didn't make me sleep better. That didn't make me feel any better because I should be able to submit everyone. Uh, so leaving and then seeing everybody, but that was because Grayson had two points for the combine, and I didn't come for the combine. I was in Costa Rica, so it it you know all that came into play. Now it's like, damn, I wish I would have came to the combine. I could have got those two points. It really may have mattered, but you know I'll just go dunk on Grayson instead, maybe. Or this young, scrappy karate black belt may put it on me. And- well, you know, Egghead has you as a slam dunk. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. we we have you on our squad this week. So we are hoping that you go full on Michael Jordan on motherfuckers this week. You mean do me a favor and time travel, time travel back and get those choke first. You know, if you didn't get that, just time travel right now. We need it. We need these points. We got to catch up from tied for thirty two. We got to get to at least number three tonight, and we're counting on you, Steven. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure. pressure. Listen, Miggy, it already happened. There's no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus it's Christ. It's really funny how they're breaking it up, though, too, because if we did three matches a night, and so they're doing it in, in these uh, twos and stuff, so and, and making it every week is like it's uh, it's, it's stretching it out in a way that's really interesting because this all is, again, it's happening right and fast. Mm-hmm. And matches, we, we only did maybe in an hour and a half or two hours each night of competition. Mm-hmm. So it was literally just like match, 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 match. There was no breaks. You know, right. all the matches just kept going. So you barely had maybe 20 minutes between matches because it was just six minutes at a time at the most with no overtime, slap bump go, no mm-hmm. no interviews, no pomp and circumstance. Next group goes, you know. So, so we were just running and gunning and uh, just having to make all these decisions and, game plans up on the fly based on how you saw somebody do versus mega Mike or man, that match, you know, he just had, was pretty tough. I hope that they give that guy a tough match too, when he's before me, you know, stuff like that. You're really starting to look at these kind of things. And I was going home and writing my notes out and I was like, okay, I have this person, this person, this person, who do they have before me? Mm-hmm. And I would try to figure out how to strategize my plan for the next day based on who they had and how I thought those matches would go. Uh, so it got it got pretty heady uh, for a little bit, starting at about day two, day three, trying to actually figure out how the points would work and, and who I would need to dunk on, who I would need to six, who I would need to maybe break. If I needed to zero someone out, uh, who, who could that be and would that even be, be helpful at all, you know? I didn't have I didn't want to have a draw with anyone, but I knew for sure that nobody else was gonna tap me out. Like that was my plan after day one. So you were taking notes on people. Did you look at any videos that they may have had out there to see, you know, if yeah, you could see yeah, any because I did. I went back and started watching everybody's videos. Uh, oh. I started and started watching a lot of the tape on what they were doing, some of the other guys. Uh, like I wasn't super familiar with Kamoy going in. Uh, I knew he was a brown belt in the system. I'd seen him at some of, you know, in some of the other stuff, but I didn't really know a lot about his style. But then I, I, I after the day one, I was like, okay, this guy's pretty, this guy's pretty legit. Let me see some more stuff that he likes to do. So then I started seeing more of what he liked to do. So I knew where to kind of avoid and where to lean in on certain things. I, I do want to say something about Kimoy because I called him out two weeks ago. I said that he wasn't attacking enough, and last week he came out looking for everything and anything he could get. I mean, he 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 didn't get caught by uh, my boy, the main, I'm, I'm sorry, the fade, Matt Elkins, but Man, he came out aggressive. Yeah, he came out aggressive and he was looking for submissions right off the bat. So that was great. I, I if, if he can keep doing that, he's going to start catching people. Yeah, he's a beast, man. And uh, like I say, we didn't really know, I didn't really know him coming in and he, didn't really talk a lot the first day either. He kind of, I think, was just man. He's from New York. He yeah. was like, man. Get out of here, bro. Exactly. A cultural difference. Like we kind of realized that after a day or so too. That that it wasn't that he was standoffish. It's just that that was the way that 
he was because he grew up in New York, you know, and that's how New Yorkers are. So then, you know, we had to start talking to him first a little bit just to kind of make that relationship uh, with each other because we're blue teammates, you know, and I didn't want to, yeah. I, I, like I said, it was funny. I heard him say in one of his uh, exit interviews or whatever, like, I didn't come here to make any friends. <laughs> I was to be friends with everybody by the time I left. I was coming to like summer camp and shit. I was like, <laughs> All right, bro. Let, let's be real. Was there anybody you didn't like? Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah because he wouldn't play. He wouldn't talk trash. He, he wouldn't? He, what? That's but, weird. He did a little bit, but like I, we, I tried to get him to go full like WWE with me a couple times and we couldn't just get it to turn on. Uh, I, <laughs> I was trying to get it going. I wanted to go the whole way. with. Well, that's when you just tap the Elkins. Yeah, go, let's talk shit. That's all we did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're game for that in 24 7, 365. Forget it. Those boys can talk shit with the best of them. Yeah. Yeah, They are probably the best at that. Like, it's just. Well, they've been doing it against each other for years and years and years. Yeah. It's stupid how well they can just, like, go into those things sometimes. Uh, Yeah. So, I I mean, honestly, there there were moments that people were a little out of character. But then some of the elders immediately called them to the side. And oh, told oh them. And tell us about it. That's that's behind the scenes dirt. That's cool. Yeah. It's nothing to do with that. With points or anything. Tell, tell us some dirt. Come on. We've been trying to find dirt because listen, you guys spend a week in the gym. You know, there's what were a little bit out of their depth in some of the situations, and they got a little handsy with people, and they were a little bit aggressive with their hands. And a couple of us told them what we were going to do to them if they put their hands on us that way. And then after their matches, we talked to them independently and explained what we meant, you know, more. And it wasn't really like a bad thing. It was more like a teaching moment where you you don't have to be a dick in here with all of us, man. If you're going to play that way, though, expect to get it like 10 times. Yeah. yeah if you're going to come into that situation and try to be, you know, big dick McGee, with all these guys, that shit ain't gonna work. That's gonna get shut down quick and hard. It was, it was, it was Evan, and he wasn't being a dick. I think he was just competing. Yo, that's a rock star right there, man. He is, yeah, he is the modern day rap god. He went in there and he was he was throwing down, and during his match, the one that that he got a little handsy with someone. Uh, it was like, hey, bro, that's too far. You will get your ass beat for that. Just want to let you know. And then later on, kind of called him, you know, they called him off to the side and explained more what, you know, that situation is like. It wasn't really, like I said, it wasn't like a, a bad thing, but just kind of like pushing yeah, on. Yeah, chill out a little bit. And, and like almost fish hooking a little bit by accident and stuff like that. Uh, so just needed, you know, not anything that's going to be, bad but just a situation that needed to be corrected or it could have been something bad yeah well, yeah because if you don't if you don't cut that off quick you know he may do it again yeah. to somebody he may do it to the wrong person and then next thing you know a jujitsu match turns into combat jujitsu <laughs> turns into a full-out fucking brawl on the mats and then everybody's like do we break it up or do we let this shit go <laughs> yeah i'm not getting in the way what it was was that uh matt was telling him basically hey man this isn't the place for that kind of stuff. These guys in here, you know, are all about, we're all about respect and different things. You know, just having that big brother kind of moment with him where 
somebody sits down and talks to the blue belt and brings them up to speed about how the OGs kind of play the game. This isn't yeah. uh, we're not we're not doing it like that. This is you know something you know with gentlemen and you know we're we're savages, but we're all like real men. And we know that about each mm-hmm. other. Nobody. That's the thing. We all knew each other was real, and we had to respect each other in that moment. So that's why nobody got out of pocket because yeah. everybody knew that you couldn't get out of pocket with any of these guys. I love that phrase. So, like, it was it was cool. It was that it was there was a lot of respect in that room. Like everybody was carrying themselves like real men are supposed to carry themselves, at least in all the stuff that I saw. And, and that's kind of what you would expect too, with with the class of people you got and everything like that. That it's going to be a, you know, not going to be any douchebaggery going on and shit like that. You're going to get good, just good matches. I did expect Elijah to be to play a little more of the bad guy, you know. So I think honestly, I think honestly, he knew he had more on his hands this season than he did last season, and so he was a little worried about playing that up too much and then things falling apart somehow. I mean, which is a because that's the thing. You, you always play that gamble. You talk shit. You got to be able to back it up 24 right. 7 every time. And then you can just be me, though, and I don't give a shit anymore. And I'll just talk trash. <laughs> uh, you know, that's the deal now. And like, and that was what I was saying with him was like, I even I told him one time sitting to the side, I was like, man, I'm just going to keep talking shit to you. <laughs> and like, if you want to talk shit back to me, that's okay. And then if whoever wins our match, that's also going to be okay with me. I'm not going to like be pissed off if you beat me and you talk some trash with me in this moment. So like, let's play, man. Let's have some fun. Like, let's let's do it. We're here for a week anyway. Let's 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 go full like promo on each other. Well, there, there were there were some uh, you know some guys that stayed at the gym, but there were some bougie guys that got a hotel room. Mm. Did you stay at that gym or did you get a hotel room as well? Oh, oh he's bougie. Every night, straight up. I'm too old. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, bro, I'm with you. Nah, I'm sleeping in a fucking bed. And the fuck that sleeping on a mat shit. Nah. So part of that was like, I knew that I needed to recover and I knew I needed to rest and I knew I wanted to have my mind sharp every night and I didn't want to sit there and have to entertain everyone else all day. I wanted to turn the lights off and take naps and do my recovery stuff and go, go to lunch when I wanted to go to lunch and not have to, you know. I was trying to play it, you know, serious in that way. I tried to take it serious as a competitor. Like, uh, I'd never done a five-day event like this. The wrestler dudes, they had all, like, you know, Randy, both Elkins, and a couple of the other guys had wrestled in some four- and five-days events before, so they had experience with this. Uh, I hadn't really thought of that until we got there. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd never done anything like this. I'd only ever done one-day jiu-jitsu tournaments, which had, I think, the most matches I ever had in a tournament was four even if I won, uh, and then or an MMA fight that you prepare for for six or eight weeks, then you fight 15 minutes, and that's it for another three or four months or a year or whatever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. doing this, like, that's what I mean. Like, I got into it more as it went along because I understood more about what, you know, competing that much would be like in that many days. Because I thought going in, honestly, I wanted it to be the eight-week style because I didn't know if my body was going to hold up to 15 matches in five days. I really was a little worried about that uh, aspect of it because my plan was I was going to take each week and have a plan. Each week I was going to go compete Friday, come back each week, get to the lab. Who do we got? This is the plan. Recover if I need to recover. 
do what I need to do if I feel good. You know what I mean? And just try to play it like the long play and be the experienced guy and, and try to do it that way. But then it turned into this sprint where I felt like now I have to be the athlete again and uh, try to have the cardio up and try to have, you know, all that stuff, you know, where I'm just in there banging it out every day. And that's not really what I wanted to do. Uh, so once that happened, I was like, all right, I'm just turning the lights off and I'm, I'm going straight recovery every day. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not fucking around as far as going out and like playing. I wasn't there to play. And then yeah, you said you're what, 38? Yeah. I'm about to yeah. You're, you're two years away before that check engine light comes on and shit like that. So, I mean, <laughs> My yeah, check engine light's been on for five years. Bro. Yeah. We just ignore it. We put tape over it now. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of things taped on at this point too. And that was the deal. Uh, going in, honestly, like I didn't do any extra like cardio and conditioning. I didn't do like a, a program for that. I only did the rolling I did and I did some yoga and some Pilates stuff just for recovery uh, because I wanted to see what it would be like to feel good and not have ground myself down so much because every other time I've ever competed, I've overtrained. Yeah. I realize that now and that's why I didn't feel good. That's why I didn't feel sharp a lot of times. That's, you know, you, you can't, you can't always like, go that hard and not recover and so this going in uh i never like i I came right back and talked the friday after the pgf and bowl with my students that friday and stuff uh i didn't have any injuries whatsoever uh wasn't sore really at all or anything really crazy like even through all the hard matches or whatever so somehow made it through that gauntlet of that just healthy was actually the big win beyond uh, the stats or whatever at the end of it, like that was uh, that was something I really wanted to prove to myself too. Honestly, I wanted to go out there and mix it up with these guys. And then once I realized I was going to be older than everybody else, uh, it really kind of intrigued me. And I wanted to play uh, jujitsu versus these guys. I wanted to play uh, the style of jujitsu that I've been trying to create and develop uh, over the last several years with these guys where it's I'm not the athlete and I'm not trying to be the athlete versus these guys. I'm trying to use technique and I'm trying to use traps and I'm trying, you know, stuff like that more. Uh, and so that's, that's what I hope everyone gets out of it more than I cheated. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're not going to hold that against you. It's <laughs> not shield. It's Joe. <laughs> but he's going to be bitter about this shit all season. Listen, as long as Nick Horder is above Egghead, no one's safe. That cost you a thousand bucks. I mean, that should be acceptable. Now, let's. Uh, you don't have to say anything. I'm. I'm just gonna phrase the question in a oh, way. Jeez. Why, oh, bro? Man, always, always trying to dance this line. Listen, bro. Let, I, I know you made it to the playoffs. You don't have to say anything. But I'm gonna phrase it like this. If, in fact, you do make it to the finale, to the playoffs, what are you doing to basically have a bigger gas tank? Because I don't know if you heard, but there's a guy that named Kevin Primo and another guy named Joe Kai that went an hour and 12 minutes. So there's a possibility that that could happen in the finals again. And you might have a guy that has a you know huge gas and tank now, as well. Before, did, you, did you watch that match between those two I last did. year? Okay, so you know it wasn't an hour and 12 minutes with a little bit of action and then some recovery. It was an hour and 12 of just nonstop. Yeah, oh, for sure. And so uh, 
No, I don't know. I can't say that it was as action-packed necessarily, but in several thousand years ago when I was a blue belt, I had a match that was an hour and 45 minutes at a submission-only tournament. So I've done it. I'm not afraid to do it. You're not going to, like, back me down with that challenge. But, yeah, I'm doing a little bit of extra work now that I was doing to make sure that I got a little bit of reserves uh, built up uh, for some of these guys. But, again, I I don't think they can do it. I don't think they could last that long with me. I think if anybody has a plan to go an hour with me, they can All these guys better plan if they if I'm in the playoffs and they're in the playoffs, you better try to beat me fast. That's the only reason I didn't dunk on uh, or not dunk. But that's the only reason I didn't six Zach Edwards is because of time right now. Like mm. I was on my way, and you know like that's the thing. I, I knew that six minutes probably wasn't the best for my style. I'm used to the ten minute EBI matches a lot lately. Mm. The eight eight minute like ADCC rules matches and stuff like that. So a six minute sprint is not that long. Yeah. Uh, I think we saw that a lot with the first night was there was a lot of guys. Cause I mean, really you've only got what Elijah, Jake, um, who else is returning from season one? So that's really Primo and the Elkins. Primo and one of the Elkins and, and Elijah. Sam did yeah. the tournament too at the end. Well, I mean, he did the tournament, but I think the tournament was still no, no time. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so, you know, I think a lot of guys, the first night, they were probably like their internal clocks weren't, quite on the six minute mark and you saw you know a lot of the draws and things like that they're like shit that was fast you know listen i i I know that you have to go teach a class in like 20 minutes so before we go egghead do you have any more questions for steven well and i know you kind of explained it before but with your gentleman's agreement with zach edwards Mm. if you hadn't hesitated on the kimura would you have gotten it because i know you 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 kind of took it there and you said hey Okay, and then you said you went for it, but I think there was hesitation. I don't know, because I felt like when I asked him, I think I was getting to where the limit was was about to be at, you know, like of where I was about to go straight goon to finish it, and it was either yeah. pop out or pop, you know? And so I, I, don't, I can't answer that honestly and say yes or no, because I was trying to break it. Like, I, I was trying to get him to tap. I was going as hard as I could in that moment, and I just knew that we were at the end of the rope, and the next thing was going to be bad or he was going to escape. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was trying to get that tap the whole time. So I wasn't not trying to finish that, if that's what it came out like. Like, I was really cranking down on it the whole time. But I asked him because I thought it was starting to crunch a little bit, and he said he was fine, and I was like, okay. And then I went for the extra, you know, so many degrees of extension and then that's when it kind of rolled out or whatever on so it wasn't like i let him go but i didn't have enough extension and then when i kind of said okay i lost the lost the grip that i had to finish it and that's kind of what i was thinking in my head was like the next thing is going to be a break or a breakout Mm -hmm. yeah don't listen to scaff and and you only tap it eight pops you know that's that's how you know jesus and that's what I was telling Zach, actually. That was the agreement, was that, hey, if you catch me, let me tap, please. Yeah. I, will tap, I will honor you as a competitor, and I know you. You give me the look that you've got me. Don't break my ankle. I've got 14 other matches this week. Like, yeah. I will give you the tap if you have it. That's, that was my agreement with Zach. It wasn't so much that I was going to break him. I thought I was going to choke him. I thought that he might break me, like literally in the scramble so Damn. i was like, give me a second to tap if you have me like because I, I want to tap trust me i'm not going to be the guy that makes you break my ankle today 
So like, I really thought I was going to choke him. And I thought that I may need him to save me. Yeah, you, did, you didn't want to be the next YouTube video that BMAX doing a breakdown on. <laughs> oh, on, the on steam lock. lock? Oh, God. Because oh, yeah, the problem is, is like, you know, same thing with, the, you know, leg locks and something like that. When they're applied correctly, it's the, it's done. It's Boy, it's not yeah. a, you know, we're slow. It's not like a Kimura where you, you know you're kind of trapped and you're like, shit, let me try to get out. Oh, nope, I'm the tap. You know, those things, it's just pop and done. And yeah. You're, yeah. you're hoping that the guy doesn't try to. You know, he's not trying to goon you and just go, you know, I'm going to put you in a in the back of a truck tonight. Yeah. And I've seen do that to guys that didn't want to tap or and stuff like that. So I just wanted to make it clear that this isn't the match that I'm trying to die with. Like, I'm not going to die on that hill tonight. Yeah. Not tonight. Let's talk Friday night. Not tonight. (laughs) The finale, maybe. Or honestly, no, not even then. I'm not going to let you break my ankle if I can help it. I'm going to tap, man. Shit. It's just. Yeah. You got a school, bro. Yeah. Yeah my life competing in that tournament if he wants no. to parking lot then i'll go all the way you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah i'll drag him all across the parking lot and then we'll see what's up but that's a different that the rules dictate the fight so i'll be happy to tap to someone in a sporting event if they best me yeah right on that's well, listen, not the thing as a fight before we let you go why don't you plug your school the tournament that you got coming up and any other sponsors that you may have uh thank you Tenth Planet Perry, Georgia. We're right off 75, right in the middle of the state. Uh, anyone's always welcome to come in and drop drop in and train with us as long as you're not a dick. Uh, Damn, I was going to stop by on my next time I was coming. <laughs> I was coming up to Atlanta here in a couple of weeks. I was going to swing yeah. in and say, hey. Swing on in. The Mid-South Classic is a tournament that I'm doing. Uh, this will be the third one that we're doing. This will be 170s and 225s. Uh, we pay out 800 bucks to the winner. It's the EBI tournament, eight-man brackets. Uh, just mostly for fun for me and then the opportunity to give guys a chance to compete and maybe make some money and stuff like that. I just want to be involved in stuff and, and like have fun on the weekend. So that's a way I can do that. In my school and stuff. Yeah. And give back to people. Cause I, I got a lot out of those kind of events when I was going to be putting it on YouTube or anything. Yeah. It's actually, we stream live on YouTube. Uh, Sweet. Other, yeah. Uh, so you can go over to my YouTube channel. It's just Steven Aiken, just like it's spelled right here. Uh, go ahead and subscribe. We actually drop our behind the scenes PGF show on Saturday mornings. Uh, it gives like some of the crowd shots and stuff that they may not have. Uh, some of my perspectives when we ride to and from the hotel and stuff like that that maybe uh, you won't get from watching the show. Um, so it's That's really cool. Yeah, that was actually something that that we we talked with Brandon about, and I brought my one of my purple belts. Uh, that's the student. He, he came and brought his camera. He does videography. And so he just basically stayed in the room with me and he followed me around with the camera and then like just call other conversations that people were having sometimes that, you know, everybody was cool with it. It was understood that, you know, anything that was on, we could use, but we weren't going to try to purposely make you look bad, you know, and stuff like that. So we got a lot of, a lot of really cool stuff uh, of conversations that were had that if it doesn't make it into the storyline that we can still like bring it out after the fact and it'll be interesting for people to see how it came about and stuff like that. Especially in season like 12 when, when this is a million dollar product for the winner. <laughs> when we're on this ESPN. Right. Yeah, OGs of this thing. You know what I mean? For so, sure. Yeah. And so honestly, dude, thank you guys for being so hyped up about it and so supportive of it and egghead writing up those things. I don't mind that you're like dragging me a little bit. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> 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 this is good for us, I guess. Uh, 
but like you guys are you really pushing it and helping like drive the engine of the PGF. And so I know Brandon appreciates that. And then, and for me, someone that competed in it, I appreciate that. Uh, and being on the show is really fun. I like talking to you guys. And I'm glad you asked me to be on. So thank you. We're hooked, bro. It's hey, like anything our- honestly that can like really bring you know jujitsu a little more mainstream and to the forefront, yeah, to the forefront and things like. And I think this is a great recipe for doing it because you get you know the fantasy aspect. You get season, you know, you get matches every Friday. It's always kind of in front of you. Uh, I mean, last year and this year, every Friday night, it was known we weren't going anywhere. It's we're doing the podcast, we're eating, and I'm streaming it on the big TV downstairs. And it's me and my wife, and the kids are coming in and out and watching some of the matches. It's every Friday night, and now it's back to that. So we're happy. That's so cool. I love that, and I I think that's that's. One of the things I want, that's why I wanted to help. And if putting my name in there and sacrificing some time and effort and, you know, if I lost or won or whatever and that helped, then cool, man. I'm really happy to play that part. Uh, if it's the spoiler or the champion or Shoeless Joe, I don't care, man. I just want to- <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, we know you got to go teach, so we'll let you go. And uh, we will see you at the finals. I know you're going to be there. I'll be so, in the finals. Yes, I will at least come through and say hey to everyone. Uh, all right. Uh, I yeah, we we I'm, took pictures last last year. We were the unofficial photographers, so we yep. will be there again this year. Cool. Well, I definitely look forward to meeting you guys in person. Cool. Uh, all right, brother. Thanks, you guys. Take care. Mm, Have a good thank class. Thank you, man. See it. Thanks. Egghead, are you satisfied now? No, he wants his points. <laughs> He's frozen again. I know he is. I can't. Uh, he, uh, I heard something, but you know he's he's frozen. He's 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 traveling, so we know he he's, is. He he's is. having a little bit of connectivity issues, but it's all good. He'll he'll come back in once he hits a a five G area or something right. like that. Yeah, those, those man, those that was handoffs are. I hope he. Time. I hope his school is not too far away because right. he he only got fifteen minutes to make it not, there. Not, <laughs> Perry, Perry ain't he's that big, area, it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Perry ain't okay. that big. All right. Well, it's there because of seventy-five. No. Plus, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. No, like now they have a reason to exist having him there. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I mean, other than like, other than farm expos and the fair being at the the really nice convention See, campground, they're just proving me right. They have a yeah. reason now to, to claim like, oh, we got. Well, I mean, they got a Chick Fil A there right at the on the exit. And Did we stop at the Chick Fil A there going? No, not that. No, one. Okay, no. okay, all right. I was just checking. Yeah, I I'll guess. show it to you when we when we head back up. I'll be right, like, so that's, that's why, Perry. That's Dad. why I know Perry. Then <laughs> <laughs> look at Mickey representing what is. Ten Planet Perry shirt, you know, bro. I like, do, do you even have a Ten Planet Atlanta shirt? Yeah, actually, I got oh, a Ten okay. Planet Atlanta Asgard. Oh, nice okay. Custom. Yeah, dog. Just checking. Yeah, dog. Right? I present. Sh- you know, if I was Sean, I'd be like, hey, 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 what you hey, doing? Like, fool? Like, what the fuck, bro? Nah, son. All right. Well, listen. Let's get into last week's matches. Uh, yeah. And uh, Miggy, pull them up since you, you know, you said you had them up or whatever. Yes, sir. Let's see. So who was the first match? So excuse my orientation. I have a vertical. Oh, you, you want me to uh, share? Okay, I can share uh, it real quick. All yes, right, there we go. All right. So Ooh, first match Lord. we had Evan Eight Mile versus yeah. Elijah the Bad Boy. Or excuse me, Bad Guy. Uh, what are you calling him a bad boy, bro? That's what you He's guys call man. Bad guy. He's man. a bad guy, bad bro. Man. There you bad go. Guy. So yeah, Elijah for six. Okay. Or would that be seven? Sorry. So this is where I don't remember. Right. So. Well, the the points should be right. 
there. Yeah, so. it says seven. Was that probably first minute? Anyways, Elijah won. Uh-huh. Choke. We're going with that. Okay. So right. we had we had Elijah. So good on yeah. us. Elijah, my man. Then next from there, we had Hunter, the Huntman Colvin. We had I just too. don't remember the nickname, so I'm just freestyling at this point. Okay. okay. Against James Tall, man. Oh, he, you, you haven't given him one yet? No, he, he's a stole some cold killer, but, uh, you know, yeah. nothing oh, really stuck out. There it is. Hunter Stone Cold, cold Hunter Colvin. Colvin. Yeah, no? I think okay. it's Stone Cold Colvin. I'll go with it until we get a season <laughs> assist from WWE. Right? So, uh, yeah, so you got Hunter versus James. Hunter with the win via choke. Okay. Followed by Randy Dandy. Route Rodin. Sorry, I don't want to add a W there. Uh, he's the dump truck, bro. Yeah, dump, dump truck. Duke's dump truck against Zach Mullet Man. And Zach with, I'm assuming that was a leg lock since I see three points there. It's It was the break, yes. I'm assuming leg lock. This is my, this is sauce okay. right there. Right? right, right. me some money. After that. Yeah, after that we had Kevin Primo, my Primo Primo, mm-hmm. versus Mike Johnson, Mega Mike Johnson, with a draw. That was a draw? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Followed by we got Grayson and Jake. Jake with seven points. Got that kill the first minute. Listen, Jake uh, Jake looked good, bro. Jake looked punch. really fucking good, and he got us some points. Points. Right. Okay. Followed by that, we had Sam Barbosa versus Steve. Wait, we didn't have Jake, did we? No, we didn't. Because oh, he, oh. he was going against Elijah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're like, nah, right. yeah, we're, we're not going to. Okay. Yeah, 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 the money was for, yeah. Next was Sam versus Steven. And we Remember had that? Sam. We had. We Sam. did have Sam. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. How, how did that match go for you, Egghead? Yeah, that's a, a big question right there. Collusion. Right? <laughs> 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 that's going to be his catchphrase this season. Yeah. Every time the picks don't go his way. Right. Collusion. Collusion. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Then we had Justin versus Josh. Mm-hmm. Got a kill right there. And then to end up block two, we had Kamoy versus Matt Mainless Elkins. Okay. Right on, on to block number of trace. Wait, well, who won, though? Oh, Matt, Matt my man. Okay, you got, you got to tell us who won, man. bro. People, people that might not know need yeah. to know who won. And it was true, a good true. match, too. Yeah. Okay. All right, bam, next block. All right, so this one was uh, mainly team on team. I remember that. Okay. Right. So here we had Joshua versus Grayson. Grayson via way of a break in the first minute. So he had four that points. That was the surprise match of the night. Yep. That was the monkey wrench in the fantasy last week. Yep. And, and you know what? I'm. I was okay with it, even though we had. A, I think we had Joshua, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think we. Did I, I think he threw a loop for on everybody because nobody was expecting that one. Mm-hmm. But you know, we should. We shouldn't be surprised because B Mac did say there are surprises this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people I mean, that you don't think should be winning are going to yeah. win. I mean, we even saw that with season one, right? Especially as the stuff progresses this season, it's going to be like that as these guys get more comfortable competing. Yeah, uh, look at you know Noah getting like twenty eight points or twenty four points in one night. I yeah. don't know. Is that what he got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it, and that was that towards the the very end of the season. So, I mean, he's already, you know, good and comfortable. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I yeah. think come I think come Thursday and Friday of this week, you're going to it's going to start getting a little little testier yep. to try to make your picks. No, exactly. It's going to be more difficult. Right. But then uh, next up, we had our homeboy, Stephen Aiken, the All dream. Right. Against Kevin, my primo primo, Steven with the kill, six points. 
All right. Follow then we had um James Regina versus Evan Eight Mile Stapler. Evan with the kill, six points. I think that was also shoulder another pressure. surprise. Yeah, shoulder, shoulder pressure. pressure. That yep, was yep. sick. Uh, then after that we had Matt Mainless Elkins versus Hunter Stone Cold Colvin. Hunter with the kill in the first minute of the rounds, winning seven points for the team or for himself. Sorry. Then uh, after that we had that boy Bam Sarbosa. <laughs> against Randy Roden, dump truck from Duke. Sam with seven points, killing the first minute. All right. Right on. Then from there, we had another draw coming in from Mike Johnson against Justin Williams. Judo oh, Justin. No. Yep. All right. And then from that there, was the one had... I was surprised of too. Oh yeah. Yeah, Just... I, I I didn't I didn't think that one was going to go for a draw. Well, yeah, we had Mega Mike, and you know. Unfortunately, we didn't get our points there. So, but I mean, you know, it's one of those uh, we did get the points. But I was, I was happy to see because I'll admit, look, hearing about Justin and all like that, I was like, dude, here's here's the nail for the season. Like, they've thrown this guy kind of to the wolves. This guy's going to be the nail. So, I was actually, yeah, we didn't get points. But on the flip side, I was like, damn. That was a good match for Justin. Yeah, Chris I, was I happy was, we didn't get points. You heard him well, first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, points are points. It's fantasy, whatever. But I was, I was glad like Justin, you know, had a good match, took mm-hmm. it to a draw, and just didn't get dunked on. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to see somebody get dunked on like throughout the whole week. Well, he's not going to get dunked on every week. You uh, know, the the, the competition. Too, you know, you 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 have from kind of I don't want to say low level. I'm going to say mid tier. To high level, yeah, you know, so he's right there in that mid tier. So be, because of his judo background, he's not he's yeah, not like useless, you know. In, yeah. He's, he's yeah, he's not like a guy who's been training for like three months. True, he, true. he's got experience, so he's gonna do things. He's you know, he, I'm I think that he's probably gonna win some matches too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he just had to get adapted to this too, man. Coming yeah. out from his background. Oh, well. sure, hundred percent. That's, that's, it, that's right? why like, I think he's gonna be one to watch towards the later ends of the week. Mm-hmm. Is you know I I, I know he's going to win a, a match or two. Hey, hey, you have any thoughts on uh, judo, Justin? Well, I mean, I think we saw for that match. Uh, you know, we talked about no gi grappling, and um, you know, from the bottom of the mount, you can actually defend yourself pretty dang well. You keep those arms in, keep the hands in. I think we saw a lot of that in that match. Justin played it really, really tight. That's why I kind of my write up said like, there's a yeah, I'm a big nerd. Kind of like the Star Trek Next Generation thing where Dad is. Showed, but he won a match by not trying to win, just not trying to lose. He can make it really hard if he just, you know, like we said, play it really, really tight. I think that's what we saw. Right on. All right, Maggie, next match. Up next, we had Elijah getting that triangle on that boy, Jake. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. We, we, we got, listen, we picked Elijah. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't pick Jake because. Jake, uh, you know, because we had Elijah and, Mm -hmm. you know, we didn't want to lose the spot on getting points somewhere else. I mean, Mm -hmm. although, you know, Jake's our boy and we love him, but, you know, we understands, man. Yeah, he knows we're not trying to be 32nd anymore, man. He gets it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then uh, to end it all up, we had Zach Edwards versus Kamoy Anderson. And you're going to draw final match of the night. Right on. Right on. Now, uh. Chris, do you have uh, the upcoming block? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Let's go. Uh, first match tonight is going to be Hunter versus Zach. Okay, so. You know who I'm going with. No this is going to be tricky because they're both good. 
but I think we're going to go with Hunter on this one. Yep. Okay. I now, think- we do not have him because we also – we've got $39. Yeah. So, you know, we, we still need to pick two more – at least two more people. So, let, let's let's talk about our squad. Our squad is right now is Elijah, Elijah the Matt, Elkins brothers. The Elkin brothers. And both then, of them, yeah. And then Stephen Aiken. And Stephen Aiken. Okay. So, we got $39 left, correct? Yes, 39 bucks. And we haven't picked Hunter just yet. We have not picked Hunter. We have not picked Sam. We have not picked any of the, the high price guys. Who does Hunter have on tonight? What uh, are so, his two matches? So, Hunter's got Zach first. And then in block five, he is going against where's he Sam? Sam. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one for both things though, because now it's like, do we do we pick Hunter or do we pick Sam? I'd say go with Sam. Well, Sam's second match or Sam's first match is Kamoi. Well, if we are going to go with either one, I would say Sam because of the fact that he's a good guy. Well. We're picking. We're picking. Yeah, that's the hard pick. Which (laughs) I I I totally agree with you, but I don't want to say that his second match is easy, but it's not. It's not going to be as tough as the as the match with Hunter. And Hunter's got two tough matches with Mm -hmm. you know Squid Billy and Sam. Yeah, and Sam. So let's put. Let's hold on to those thirty nine dollars for a okay. second. All right, but let's 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 put a check on uh, on Hunter. Okay, all right. Just just because you know, second match uh, oh, is going to be hold 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 that thought. Egghead, what what are your thoughts on that one? Egghead is frozen. Uh, uh, oh, there he is. Coming back. You're back. Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so uh, I, I think part of it comes down to the value of the pick. And Sam right. is twenty five dollars, whereas Hunter is twenty two dollars. And so it kind of one is a question of the tandem of the picks. Who's your last roster spot? Yeah, for but, us, he would be our last uh, roster spot. But also, yeah, he's breaking. Oh yeah, that. we're losing. Yeah, we're losing him. I tell you, a good. Uh, I think a, a maybe kind of a little. Not, I don't want to say sleeper because nobody's sleeping on Kevin anymore. Uh, but Prima has got. Randy, I mean, he's got Randy first, mm-hmm. and then his second one is Kamoy. Mm, that's tough. Both of those guys are tough. They are, but he's fifteen bucks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So let's same with put, uh, Joshua Gibbs. Put same that, with Regina. Put a no, check on those. Joshua has Jake tonight. Ooh. All right, let's do this. Let's just go through the matches. Yeah, okay. the matches all and we'll figure out our team at the very end. Okay, so then Kamoy, the second match is Kamoy versus Sam. Okay, I I think Sam gets that that win. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with that one. Uh, next is uh, I, I, James. let me let me let me speak for for uh, for for Egghead because he's a little frozen over there. Oh, okay, can you, can you hear us? No, he's still frozen. Okay, okay so you know he's got. Let's see. He he has Sam winning that that one as well. Okay, I'm good with that. Okay, go ahead. Next match: James Regina versus Elijah. Do, I mean, do we have to? No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, next match. Oh, no, is, no, no offense to James. Yeah. James James seems like a really nice Again, guy. Again, Elijah is a pick every time until somebody shows that they can that they beat him. Yeah. Then so. you have to start questioning it. Other than that, it's a it's a lock. And, and Egghead has Elijah 
going, you know, with the kill as well. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Evan Stapler versus Matt Elkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we do have Matt on our team. So we're um, going with Matt, yeah. Yeah, I think we're going with Matt. Uh, next one is... So Kevin. is uh, Egghead Warriors also going with Matt Elkins? Okay. I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the wrestling, the jiu-jitsu, I think right. that's, that's good. Uh, next is Kevin Prima versus Randy Roden. I think tough that's going to be a fun fucking match. That's going to be tough. That's it is going to be, be tough. tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, the heart is hoping that Kevin pulls it off. Same. Yeah. Same. No offense to Randy, but yeah, no know, offense to Randy, but you we, know we, we have our favorites. Yeah, that, that we know. <laughs> and uh, Egghead has that as a draw. Yeah. Okay. I, so, I can, and, and I I kind of agree with him. You know, yeah. I, I I do see it. I do see it possibly going to a draw. Yeah. I mean, look, we've had to reevaluate like Kevin's stock this year. Well, only because of COVID. Yeah, only because of COVID. Yep. But I mean, we've had to reevaluate. You know. What we think he's going to be able to do through the matches. Uh oh. You're fine. You're coming in and out. You're, okay. You're good now. So, you know, I don't think it's any disrespect to Kevin, but yeah, I mean, I could definitely see a draw. Yeah. Um, next match is Grayson versus Mega Mike. Oh, Egghead Warriors got something to say. What? Go ahead, say? bud. Well, you guys are talking about Kevin, and before I go back out again, you know, with Rogan going first, I mean, I got to think that's going to tire him out like crazy. I mean, he's got an insane gas yeah. tank, but with, after the run, does he have enough in the gas tank to get a submission in the second match? After that marathon, he's going to have with Rodin. Yeah, because the second match ain't easy. Yeah, but let, let's keep going down the line just with the particular. Okay. You know, uh, Grayson versus Mike Johnson. Bro, both That's guys big are dudes. Both are strong. Uh, again, Grayson threw a monkey wrench last week into the fantasy. Mm hmm. And he show he's got some game and that he is fucking strong. Strong. Uh, uh, I, bro, I can't, I can't really make up my mind. If I was gonna pick one, I'd probably go with Mega Mike only because of the experience factor. You gotta okay. remember, Grayson is a recently promoted blue belt, mm -hmm. while Mega Mike is a purple belt who's mm -hmm. got a little bit more experience. So. Sure. And then we also need to remember this is block four, so this is the first matches of day two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and uh, Egghead has a uh, Mega Mike. Okay. He has a Mega with Kill. That, right with now, the man. Mega Kill. With the Mega oh, he's Kill. He's back. He's back. I can see him. Yep. Egghead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the thing is, I mean, uh, Grayson gave gave a monkey wrench, but he also had at least twenty pounds on Gibbs. Whereas Mega Mike's huge and strong as well. So once you get two mm -hmm. really strong guys, then you go with technique and experience. Yeah. Right. I agree. Uh, next is Justin Williams versus Stephen Aiken. You mean you mean Steven? Dunk. No, Stephen. Yeah, Dunk. Fuck, man. Bro, you're a Shoeless Joe. You're Shoeless <laughs> <laughs> Joe. No, I think Steven gets it. I, I, I yeah, I 100% agree. I think that one's a dunk just like Egghead, you know, wrote in his analysis. Yep. And then uh, last match for block four is going to be Jake the versus head. Joshua. Versus Joshua. Yep, and you know we we definitely gonna pick Jake on that one because we yeah. have him on our squad. We, we have him on our squad. We agree, we definitely agree with Egghead. Egghead has him going for the kill on that one. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. All right, block five. 
block five. Right, you know, first, every, every time you say block, you know, another block, it just gets us closer to, to block 12. 12. Block 12. Which will be on April 16th. Yes. So it is Zach Edwards versus Evan Stapler. Uh, I'm only going. To I think that's going to be a gamey match, right there. I'm going to agree with uh, with Egghead on yeah, this same. one. I th- I think that uh, Zach Edwards finds a way to elevate and possibly get that get leg. That, get get that that leg. leg. Right? Is that is that what you're thinking, too, Egghead? Leg lock? Yeah, I mean, anyway, you, you saw it gave, Edwards gave Aiken a lot of trouble, and Aiken had to do all he could to to not get elevated, and, that, and that's a black belt. You know, yeah. I love Amon, but I mean, he's still a blue belt. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and trying to defend against that brown belt, you know, leg attack. That's great stuff. So I, I, th- I think Edwards get, gets it done. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Edwards has way more experience too. You know. Yeah, I mean, the one thing we know about Eight Mile is he has some sick ass bars. But listen, great, help uh, that, bro. Evan, Evan is what, like twenty years old, I believe. Yeah, probably early twenties. Yeah, yeah, he's only he's only growing yeah, into his rap career. Yeah, really so I mean, listen, this this cat is going to be around for a while. You know, maybe on season like twelve, like Aiken said. Right. You know, he's he's gonna be like the man. We need him on season everybody. eight for the eight mile intro. You know. <laughs> I like it. All right, next. All match. right, next match is gonna be Prima versus Kamoy. Well, you know, uh, Egghead has here Kamoy going for the kill with a triangle choke. Really? You think so, Egghead? Triangle he, he, loves choke? That, he loves that pop triangle. I mean, he, he loves actually kind of doing a. A flying triangle to, to pass the guard as well. So we, we haven't seen it yet, but he, he does like it. I mean, he also loves Kimuras, and, and he, will, he will straight break your guy's arm off with that, that Kimura. And I just think that with with Primo being tired from Odin, I mean, it, he's going to be more susceptible. Okay. Yeah, because like, you know, like Stephen was saying, they only get like 20 minutes between their matches. Between matches, yeah. Well, I mean, that's know. that's enough time to recover, you know, cardio cardio wise. You can get your breath back, but your muscles are probably still, you know, feeling it from that first match. Here's mm-hmm. my thing. Um, since we don't have either one of them on our team. I'm rooting for Kevin. I, I'm going with my heart. Yeah. I'm going with the liquid Terminator. Yeah. Just, you know, just because, you know, he is the liquid Terminator. Yeah. So super nice guy. Love oh, him to death. And, 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 and nothing against Kimoy, you know, because no. he, he came out super aggressive last week. Yeah, and, he was mad at what you said. And, and <laughs> I believe that, you know, it, I, I, I kind of agree with 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 uh, Egghead here. I mean, he could possibly win this, you know. So, but you know, I, I gotta I gotta go with my heart, you know. I don't since we don't have either one in our squad. So anyway, moving on. Next one. Elijah versus Elijah. Joshua. <laughs> Elijah. What did I say? Oh, okay, yeah, Elijah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. Uh, again. Until you beat him, he's a lock every time. You know, Elijah's here, and Joshua's just a little bit far uh, further behind than than Elijah. I mean, he's good. He'll catch. Sure. He'll catch up eventually. But right now, you know, Elijah is the man to beat. Yeah. Yep. There again, like I keep saying, until you show us the chink in the armor, you got to go with it. Uh, next is Steven versus Grayson. <laughs> uh, uh, it's funny. I'm reading, I'm reading the, the name. The shoeless Joe is still, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we, we got shoeless Joe. So, yeah, we got shoeless. Uh, and that's, again, nothing against Grayson because. No. Know, Look, this is uh, fantasy. Don't take this shit yeah, personal. Don't, don't take it personal. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm gonna agree with uh with Egghead here, uh Aiken with the kill. Okay. I think I think I think he bust out a few brushes tonight and uh He's going to paint some uh, pretty fucking good yeah. pictures. Well, there again, like he said, you know, this was this is the second day. He went he went back to the bougie hotel room after, you know, <laughs> day <recovered>. one and <laughs> went, I got to change some shit up. So, yeah. all right. Uh, now we got uh, Matt versus James. Listen, we have we have Matt in our squad. Yeah, that's our boy. We're, we're definitely riding with the Elkins bros. So, OK, and- uh. He gets the kill, and that's that's what uh, Egghead has. He says kill, and I think he gets the guillotine, bro. I, I agree. I agree with Egghead's analysis on this match. All right. Uh, here's one I think could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Randy versus Judo Justin. Wrestling versus Judy. Right? Yeah, now, to see now which one's Egghead, Egghead has uh, Randy with the kill. Okay. Now, how do you have that kill? Do you, you see like a what? A rear naked choke? What? Egghead. Uh, my guess is a head and arm triangle. Uh, that, that seems to be the, the preferred uh, submission of wrestlers. Uh, we, we saw with Jake Elkins versus uh, Judo Justin that Elkins took him down quickly. Roden's right up there with that wrestling. He's probably going to take him down, get on top, and wrestlers love the head and arm choke. That's my guess. I wonder if the Judo background comes into play, though, with the stand-up game of being able to be taken down. you think Randy's going to be able to take him down that easy? Well, you saw like, what Jake took him down with like ten, with like five seconds, eight yeah. seconds. Okay, good point. You gotta remember, you you don't have those grips, bro. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. True. So yeah. All right. Uh, next is gonna be um, oh man, bro. Possible match of the night. This is go- no. This this is the match of the night. Sam Barboza versus Hunter Colvin. Colvin. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this is a toss-up for me. I mean, if I if I'm gonna pick somebody, I'm gonna pick Sam just because. Duval. But okay, man, it's it's gonna be hard, bro. To be honest with you, it. it yeah, that's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough fight, tough match. So you you have here that you are cheering for Sam Egghead. So. Uh, yeah, of course I'm going to cheer, cheer for Sam. Sam, I mean, how, you don't have a soul if you're not cheering for Sam. <laughs> but here's the problem. Yeah, Coven is, you know, I'd say it again, but he's more pedigreed. Yeah, I mean, he's on the way up. I mean, the one knock might be that he's been doing a whole lot of MMA lately, so maybe he hasn't had as much time for the jujitsu. But you know, you just heard it from, from Aiken. I mean, he's got killer leg locks, and he can go. For other things as well, and, and and I think it was Sam even said that Colvin had the better leg locks, but Sam has a better rear naked choke. So I mean, would you if Sam gets the back, he gets the rear naked choke, but Colvin might just go for that. You know what? Hey, I'm not even gonna get there. Let's just go for a quick leg lock and, and get it done. Okay, all right. Um, listen, uh, nothing against Hunter, but I'm I'm pulling for Sam on this. Sam. Yeah. All right. Last match of block five is Mike Johnson, Jake Elkins. And these these guys are boys. They train together. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. But we got Jake, so we're going well, Jake. We, we have yeah. Jake on our squad. I mean, yeah. we, have, we have Mega Mike last week on the squad, but we're, we're riding with Jake. All right, even yeah. Elkins, or even uh, Egghead said it. Egghead said Elkins, so. Yeah, Egghead has got him with the kill as well. 
So. All right. So now we get down to the hard part. What? Oh. Our picks. Our last. Our last. Point, uh, our last uh, spot on our on our squad. Well, we've got two spots. Yeah, but we're probably not going to be able to get two. Sure, we got thirty nine bucks. Okay. So. Well, it's one of these. Okay, so if you're wanting, you know, top of the pack, you're going to have to have a toss up between Sam and Hunter. We have everybody else. We've right. got the, you know, everybody else at the top five. We have. We've got Elijah. Uh, Elkins. We've got, we've got Elkins, and we've got Aiken. <sighs> Yeah, so that's four. Yeah. And we have $39. I have 39 so, bucks. Sam is 25 Hunter is 22 So Sam is 25 which would leave us with 14 bucks. Yep. Do and then that leaves us down to uh, Randy, Evan, Grayson, and Justin. Randy, mm-hmm. Evan, mm-hmm. Grayson, oh, and go, Justin. Okay, so you said we'd have enough if we picked the more expensive one to have money for Randy, right? Yeah. That might be a... Pick right there. I think I think Mickey has a point here. I think he's right. Um, Do you want the trade-offs? Yes. Go ahead, please. <laughs> so so basically, when I, when I broke it down, I either had Andre Colvin and Mike Johnson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it's twenty-two and fifteen. I think both of them get at least a kill. Uh huh. Or you got Sam and, and Randy Roden, like like Mickey sussed out there. That's right. Because uh, you can afford Barbosa and Roden. And mm-hmm. I think Roden gets Jeter Justin for the kill, and Sam gets at least one kill. So it's a question of how do you go between the Barbosa Colvin match? I mean, I know I know who we want to win, but if you but if you think there's a chance that Colvin gets two submissions tonight, it, you know it might be might be time for that Colvin Johnson. I, 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 I you know I might be violating the rules of the PGF uh, fantasy thing and, and not going for Sam Barbosa again, and it might jack me up again. But I, I went Colvin Johnson. Well, well, Did what you? He, but what if he goes to a draw? Well, here's the other thing. I mean, I, I think Roden is, is going to take Judo down, and he he very likely could get a kill. But like you said, we haven't seen him do a submission yet. He's still a blue belt, who's a, and blue belt's a great at defense. Yeah. You know, kind of like we saw Justin against the Gibbs, or against uh, Mega Mike. Um, but, you know... If you, if you take Sam, basically the best shot you got at any points for the last position is Randy. And do you trust that for points? Whereas with Colvin, like I said before, who is less, he's 22, that allows you to get make a mic in there. No, it doesn't. Why? In well, our situation? Not, we got to remember, he has a different squad. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, our squad, we could go either – Wait. Sam and let me see. Hold on. Yeah, you so we could go Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we could do we could do Colvin, Mike Johnson. Okay, right. I so we could do either Colvin, Mike Johnson, or Sam, Randy Roden. Okay. So I'm thinking. Hmm. But the problem is, is if we do that, we're picking against ourselves against Jake. Why? Because he's got. Because he's got Mike, uh, Mike Johnson versus Jake in the last match of Block Five. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm thinking we go Sam. And Roden. Okay. Just I'm good with that. Just because right. I don't want to have, you know, guys on our squad going against each other. Yeah, because yeah. they kind of screwed us a few times last yeah. season. It did. No, it no, did. no. Not only that, right? So if we go different picks than Egghead, we can, like, catch up a little bit on that. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to thing, we need to know. dig at the, you know, we chip gotta, away at the lead. Picks there in yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's true. But, you know. Or fall, I, uh, or fall, fall uh, farther behind. <laughs> that is true. It's that a is, gamble. It's, it's a, a gamble. gamble, and it's a gamble that we're willing to take. 
So with that, I mean, said, you got to risk it for the biscuit, bro. See, we have yeah. to ask ourselves who would make more hoarder pick. So that's who we have. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my quarter in here, right? <laughs> need to text him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, damn you, McHorder. He's like, right. All right, so, so I think uh, Maggie, Chris, and I are going to go with Sam and Roden. Duval and right. we're, Roden. We're about to see Egghead pop up number one this week and be like, damn it. <laughs> right. Hey, if it happens, it happens. I mean, I feel good. I mean, we, we are only leaving a dollar on the table. That's, that's, I mean, you really can't. Money well spent. Hey. I mean, you really can't get closer than that. I think it'd be we're, real we're tough. We're about to grab a McChicken and split it three ways after this. I dig that's it. Fine. Listen, lock that shit up. All we're right. Riding with Roden and we're riding with Sam. All right. Locking the picks in. Well, actually, I will do that once we're done, just in case something. Nothing's right, gonna happen because it's already happened. That's true. Uh, that's right. I'm, well, do we never know if Komoi's gonna come in a time travel machine? He's like, I've been sent here from June 2020 <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> like, well, that would be primo. That's right. Yeah, that was, wait, when was when was this recorded again? I already forgot. The, uh, fuck. March. Was it this year or last year? No, no, it was a couple of weeks ago. No. All right, picture. No, no, it was saved. in February. There you go. So from February 2021, like here, I'm here to tell you who to pick. No, no, no. I'm sorry. March 4th through the 10th. That's when he was recorded. That's what it was. There you go. So from March 5th, someone's going to time travel and be like, hey, I need to tell you something. They're going to pull up in the DeLorean. (laughs) With spinners on it. (laughs) No, bro. Don't do that to the DeLorean. Come on, bro. What kind of whack shit is that? Anyway, lock it up, Chris. Uh, Again, before we go. Anything else that you want to add? No, nothing but uh, if I lose my six points, we all know I really won. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's on um, the scoreboard, it don't count. All right. Listen, before we go, uh, Egghead, uh, any shout outs, anything anything else you want to add? No, man, just uh, a great time uh, being on here. Really appreciate it. It's been lots of fun. Thanks. All right, man. Uh, Miggy, anything else you want right. to add? So I got three shout outs. Okay, go ahead, bro. All right. First and all, Chris Crawford, Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds this weekend. My son! The boy. Sunday. Sunday. On top of that, two guys from Washington that I know, Austin Daffron and Hunter Claggett, are competing as well. Shout outs to you, gentlemen. Kick some ass. Okay. That was the first shout out. What, what are the other two? No, those, those were all those three. It's three people. Oh. Three people oh, okay. competing this yeah. Sunday. Okay, never mind. My yeah. mistake. He combined uh, three shout outs into one. Into one mega shout out. Uh, yeah. Hit round if I could. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, to uh, Macy Voodoo Queen Shasan. Uh, she used to teach Krama Guy in, in New Orleans. Uh, taught my son and I. She's amazing. Uh, she's uh, on the undercard UFC tomorrow. Uh, everyone check it out. Nice. She's, she's awesome. Right on. What's her name again? I'm sorry. Macy Shasan. Okay, gotcha. It's C-H-I-A-S-S-O-N. Right on. Uh, Chris, anything else that you want to add? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Working on potential sponsor. Oh, yeah. I see the shirt, bro. I see the shirt. Hey, listen. If their product is good, we'll ride with them. So, anyway. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I was going to say something nasty, but, you know, I'm not because we'll get demonetized. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, so mature. <laughs> wow. Listen, thank you. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate all the love, even the hate that we get, because we're starting to get some hate too. Oh, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah, that I means wanted we're to respond better. to uh, the one that said this is Beta Male Club. Like, no, nah, dude, this is Gamma Male Club. 
Uh, I just wanted to be a nerd with it. Yeah, listen. Uh, I, I'm I didn't understand the beta mail. I'm like, dude, I, I think everybody on the screen could probably, you know. No, then a Pluto Loco. That one made me laugh, too. Listen, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you guys don't see it because you guys don't handle any of the social media. I do. But, you know, I see it and I'm just like, I just roll my eyes. It's like, bro, if you, I laugh. you know, it's like, whatever, just just keep it moving. I barely keep up my own social media. So I, I, I try. I try not to, you know, yeah, entertain it. Yeah. I'm just like, I just delete the comments or all the messages. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here, peasant. And, and I can still say the F word because YouTube allows us to say the F word. Sure. I just, I just won't say it as much. All right. Anyway, there you guys, go. thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all your support. We appreciate the love and I guess even the hate. So, but go fuck yourselves. Boom. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Peace.